um, please forgive me. Please um, don't hold it to me. However, today we're going to deal with fear. But before we indulge in fear, I want to share with you that we have that we're starting to have a food pantry here. Um, we're going to have clothing given out here, and we're going to have meals on wheels and after school lunches for students after school. And if you would like to donate to us, you can send things, clothing or um, anything. If you're in the area of Jonesboro, Mark Tree, or Terrell, Arkansas, Truman, we're going to start be giving people, giving out food to people, taking food to the elderly. We're in the works of that now. So with us being in the works of that now, we are operating to be a benefit because I believe that it's the church responsibility to take care of those that are hungry. It is the church responsibility, those that are hungry and naked and fatherless, motherless, it's our job to take care of them, the widows. And so that's what we're about to begin to do. We're working now to get grants for us to get a van um, to start being able to take food to certain people. We're going to have a food pantry where people twice a week can come and get food. Um, we're also going to have a clothing pantry or clothing room that anybody that needs clothes is able to come get clothes. And that will be coming soon, soon. But we're looking for donations for clothes. You have clothes. I pray that you donate them, but also, if you will, wash them, then come and bring them to. And it's it's going to a great cause for us to be helpers one to another. You know, that's what we need now. We need people that's able to help one another. Okay. Also, lastly, I have a book out called The Struggles of Life. Um, it's dealing with my life. It's dealing with the things I went through as a child. And it's more of like a testimony, how God delivered me, how God set me free, how I've been to jail, how I was in the streets, how I was, and all of these things I dealt with. Okay, so with that being said, I pray that you go purchase it. You can go to Barnes & Noble's on, online, you can go to Amazon, or you can go to Barnes & Noble stores and find it. The Struggles of Life by Apostle Alfred Farrell. Let's, let's indulge in fear. Because last week with emotions, we dealt with anger. We dealt with the with anger, and anger is in anger is always is always something that many of us deal with from time to time that causes us to to lose focus on life because we are angry, that's an emotion. So today, we're going to deal with, with fear. Fear is another emotion. Now, listen to this. The definition of fear says, an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or threat. It also means be afraid of someone or something as likely to be dangerous, painful, or threatening. Are you hearing this? Let me read this definition again. It says fear. It says an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Or it means be afraid of someone or something as likely to be dangerous, painful, or threatening. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that that's what the meaning of fear means, what fear does? So 1 John chapter 4, verse 18 says, there is no fear in love. Don't you hear this? He says, the first part of it, he said, there is no fear in love. 
There is no fear in love. You can't tell me you love me, but yet you make me afraid of you at the same time. And the first part of this fear we're going to deal with is abuse. You can't tell me that you love a person, you beat them, have their eye black, but then you turn around and say, I love you. If you love me, then you will protect me and you will protect my you will protect me from being so afraid or operating in fear because you're trying to hurt me all the time. If you look at the news today, you you see that women are killing their husbands and husbands. Majority of the time, the husband and boyfriends are actually killing their wives or their girlfriends. And it is pitiful that I was just looking at the news and as I was seeing the news, it was a man that killed his girlfriend. And, and now the kids are left without the mother. And leave him for what he did wrong. You can't tell me you love me, but yet you're willing to kill me. Love does not work ill against his neighbor. Understand that if you love me, that you're, then you're not going to cause any harm against me. You're not going to cause people or cause me to lose faith in you or lose sight of, of, of knowing that I'm protected by you. Yeah, thank you. Or make me lose my protection that I had in you. Fear causes so many people to operate. Now watch this. So you beat me and you call me out of my name and you mistreat me and use me and misuse me and take my love and causes my love to be tainted or cause my love to be looked as if I'm weak because you beat me or you destroy me just or, or you can't get over what happened in your own life. Listen, if you have messed up, then you messed up. You can't think somebody gonna stay with you because you have you cheated on. Listen, love don't work that way either. You're not gonna tell me you love me, but yet you cheat on me. Love would have caused you to come back home. Love will cause you not to step out. That's what love would do. But watch this now. So fear of being abusive does not make you actually say you love me. Because I see him time and time again, when a man have gotten through hitting a woman, he goes and tell her, baby, I love you, but you did this because of this. Listen, shut up. Can I say that? Because what happened is, if you're willing to lift your hands to hit her or to hit him, then you're not showing love to that person. You're actually being counterproductive than actually being lovable to the person. Because if you love them, even when you get upset, you will to walk away for there won't be a problem between you two or you'll learn how to bite your tongue because love will say i'm not going to cause any pain to you verbal abuse is just as bad i want you to hear this verbal abuse is just as bad as actually having physical abuse someone shouldn't be hitting on you because let's share some of you sons and, and brothers and, and fathers that woman is not, and I want you to hear this clear, she's not your child. She has a mother and a father. And, and, and if her mother and father wasn't there, then you should be man enough to understand that when a woman is broken, you should know how to put her together versus um, belittling her and now you got control over her. No, listen. If you say you love someone, but yet you control them, then you're not really you're not really operating in love. You're operating by somebody to be afraid of you. OK, so same thing with women. That man is not meant for you to mentally control. It's not meant for you to fight him. Listen, we have to understand that if you call somebody to fear you, then you're not really operating in love. And somebody said, well, you can't tell me I don't love this person. Well, if you truly love a person, you won't abuse them and you won't mistreat them. See, there's, see, can I go this other way? Not only just abuse 
um, in marriages and in relationships, but then you got abuse that's dealing with children are actually being abused, but you love them. You love your children, but you hit them up against a cabinet, or you throw something to hit them in their head, or you or you um, causing them lip to be bloody. So now your kids don't reverence you to be right because you're in control. They reverence you because they're afraid of you and they can wait till they get out of the house. So now until they get grown. See, I got a thing now that me, I was talking to my wife about. I don't want my children to grow up wounded. I want my children to grow up with a clean slate. I want them to be able to grow up and grow up to be have, have a life that they can make for themselves versus have to deal with years and years and layers and layers of pain that happen at home um, with the parents. See, let me share something. You can abuse your child by you fighting all the time. You can abuse your child by you hitting on them or you belittling them saying they're never amounts anything. Both of my children. I encourage them to be what they desire to be. And my wife had told me one time, I said, ooh, when I have kids, I'm going to make them be basketball players. They're going to be up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Before they go to school, they're going to put a 1,000 shots up. And, and my wife said, no, let them choose what they want. Now, I got to tell you, I thank God. He is a God that's real. My son actually wants to be a basketball player. My daughter just loves to do whatever I, I do. However, watch this now. But they love and honor us knowing that we won't hurt them. It was something that happened in my house. My brother had did something with my daughter, hurt my daughter, and my daughter was afraid of him. And my daughter and my son told him that my daddy, if he say he's going to do something, he always does it. So I always want to be honorable that my children know that what the first thing about life is if you're going to say something, you make sure you do what you're going to say. Sometimes what we'll gets so many of us in trouble and we create fear. See, a person that's not fearful, some people create fear because they're be nothing but big bullies. So fear. He said there is no fear in love. Once you hear this, there is no fear in love. You don't find fear in love. You cannot, you can't tell someone you love them, but you also want them to fear you. Now, another word in the Bible for fear in the Old Testament in the Hebrew means reverence. So now you want somebody to reverence you, but yet you don't know how to treat them. See, if you causing fear to bring to bring somebody to be in torment, then you're not really you're not really showing who you really who the person is to you or who you are to the person. You only showing yourself to be a tyrant. Fear has everything to deal with causing someone that you can control. I don't want to control my wife. I don't want to control. I want to be in control, but I don't want to control. Let me explain the difference. To control means I'm doing things by force. To be in control means that, listen, I can give you a suggestion and let you come up with the decision and give you opportunity to fail or to prosper in what I gave you. In other words, I'm not forcing you to do what I want you to do. So fear brings there's no love. There's no fear in love. And you know, love is an emotion. Maybe next week we're going to deal with love. And we need to recognize the different stages of love. We need to recognize um, love. And we'll talk about that next week. But fear causes people to not ever do or accomplish anything. Can I, can I, we talked about abuse just a little bit. Now let's move on to a, to a deeper way of fear. All right. It says, there is no love and there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. You're hearing that? Perfect love, in other words, mature love. Love that is mature will actually cause fear to flee. It will bring comfort 
and not discomfort. True love causes people to change for the better and not for the worse. Whenever we have something that God has given us in life, if he gave you your spouse, if he gave you your job, if he gave you um, abilities to change things, guess what? If he gave you that ability to make a difference, then guess what? Don't be afraid to step out in the unfamiliar. Because sometimes we operate by fear because we're trying to we're trying to understand or we're afraid of what somebody will think, how somebody will operate or what somebody would do to us because we are too afraid to do what we know to do. Hear this. So per perfect love, mature love calls fear to flee. It will cause you to understand that in order for me to become some successful, I have to literally cast away whatever is a, whatever I'm afraid of. In other words, how do I deal with it? Deal with fear. Y'all remember the movie with Tina Turner and Ike Turner? Tina Turner faced Ike after a while. And after a while, Ike couldn't do and didn't have the same control over Tina anymore because Tina Turner stood up for herself. She fought back. And even at the end, closer to the end and shattered the glass, she wasn't afraid of him even saying he's going to shoot her, but she didn't die. In other words, watch this now. Fear, after a while, you loving yourself, you will get, you'll get enough confidence to get out of whatever's toxic, whatever's toxic that's, that makes you afraid to be who you need to become. Sometimes we can't become what we need to become because we got too many things around us or we too much looking at people to um, looking at people that don't mean us no good or we still try to connect with people out of fear because we're afraid to step out on our own and be by ourselves. You know, it's okay for you to be by yourself. Be by yourself until something changes or God sends something that can enhance you. Because if I'm true, if you truly are going after something, you need to remove fear because fear will cripple you every time. Fear will not allow you. I want you to hear this. Fear will not allow you to ever become whatever you need. Fear won't let you walk into a new dimension. Fear won't let you walk into a new destiny. Fear won't let you walk was toxic. He will find me. Listen, listen. God got people that will protect you, but you are the one that's a, that's staying right there being abused and spit upon and looked down on. Stop letting what what you stop letting your fear keep you where you don't want to be no more. Knowing that you need to get out of it. Hear this. You have to understand. Oh, I love him. I love her. Listen, you can love him and love her. But if you have fear, how do you truly love him? Or is it really you feel like nobody else will want you? Nobody else would connect to you. Fear will cause you to lose your mind. Yes, anger will cause you to lose everything too, but fear will cause you to lose things faster because when it when you get fear and after a while, because you feel so bitter and you feel so lost and you feel destroyed and you feel like a castaway, then all of a sudden you begin to get angry with the yourself because what you could not become in your... Listen, every one of us as a child had something we wanted to become. Something we wanted to do in life, our dreams we wanted. Last night, my daughter came to me and told me, she said, ask me, brother, daddy, when I get older, can I be a ballerina? Now, as a father, first thing my response was, you're going to be wearing those tights with that stuff, with the dress thingy around you. That bothered me. However, my baby said she want to be, <clears throat> she wants to be a ballerina. Now, watch this. How many of us actually get behind our children and prepare them for their dreams? Or do we get behind our children because we start telling them all the bad things that will happen if this happened? Sometimes what gets us in trouble is that fear will cause us, cause us to lose out more than we gain. If you want to gain peace, you got to lose fear.
If you want to gain a successful career, you got to lose fear. If you want to gain a successful marriage, you got to lose fear. Because listen, some people are afraid to tell their spouse or their significant, they, they're afraid to tell their significant other um, the truth. They're afraid to tell them the things that they're doing is not right. It don't, it's not this. And, and, and we're afraid to do that. In your marriage, if you want to be successful in life, you need to move, remove fear because fear will cause you to make make decisions off of your emotion of fear. It will cause you to make a decision that has nothing to do with life, nothing to do with you becoming better, nothing to do with how life, how you can change somebody else's life from fear. It will cause you to always be crippled and judgmental. Okay. There's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear, now this is the key, because fear has torment. Are you hearing this? Fear has torment. Fear will cause you to anxiety, depression. It will cause you to feel as if nothing in life will ever come, ever be. Anything that could go wrong will go wrong. Why? Because fear tells you, I better do this. That's why the government and most people or rather, although most people rather will control you by actually forcing you to do or putting fear in you to control you. Because a person that's fearful, you can control them. And now watch this. People that control people that are fearful. Are you really are you really that ignorant? Can I say it that way? That people that you cause to fear you, you think they honor you, but they really don't honor you. They fear you. But at the chance that they grow out of fear, they will be not that good or you're not that great. So it's better. I, I keep saying this model. You can catch more flies with honey. What the Bible says a soft answer turns away wrath. If we be careful how we treat people, if we be careful how we want people to honor us, I don't want you to honor me because of fear. I want you to honor me because I'm right, not because I called you to fear me. And see, let me share some of you. You can honor someone, but it don't mean you got to fear them. Because some of us can't become what we do, what we admit, what we was born to do. Because we got other people we're afraid of what they will say. Just imagine if Jesus, and I got to share this, if Jesus was afraid of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, he feared them other than God, his father. And he would have never went to the cross. Because he feared what they would do to him. But Jesus went to the cross because he was no longer afraid. And you have to understand, oh, he wasn't afraid. You need to be, you have to lose fear. And if the person really loves you, they will honor you and what you're doing, even if they don't understand you. I learned that. I was in study, in my studies in the word, in the Bible. And Jesus' disciples, they believed in him, but they, they didn't always understand him. And listen, everybody, even if they believe in you, might not always understand what you're doing. And how, even your spouse might not understand it. But that does not mean, watch this, that you try to control them or try to make them become something. Then you end up losing yourself in the process of it. You know how many people lose themselves in the process of trying to make other people be something that they don't want to be yet, or they don't have a desire to be, or either they need to learn how to become it. But you lose yourself in the process of trying to force somebody to be something that they don't want to be. And now you get angry and you lose you who you are because you're trying to cause everyone that's around you to be being good. Because you are fearful. You are fearful to stand up and stand out. Listen, if a person will walk out of your life for you becoming or being who you are, 
then that means that person wasn't meant to be there in the first place. And I just learned all of this. I'm telling you the truth. If we have to have people walk away from our church. And, and, and you have to understand, it was a time that I was fearful. If somebody walked away from the church, then what we're going to do. And if God tell me to do this, and what the people, if, what if I lose them? Now, when I start doing what God told me to do, I've lost people. And I thank God for it. They wasn't meant to be in the first place. Some people are not meant to be in your life long. You have to look at people in stages. So you got to look at people as a tree. A tree has roots and has branches and it has leaves. And you have to understand the leaves will act like they'll tell you how much they're going to be with you. They will tell you how much they agree with you. But soon as a little wind come or a little storm come, they fall off. And you have to understand, you can't see someone must be fearful of a leaf that really don't possess no power. All they did was to bring you a little comfort. But when, a, when they got uncomfortable, when they got discomforted, or they had a little problem, they fell off from you. And those type of people ain't meant to be around in the first place. They was only meant to bring what you needed. And you didn't understand that. So they came and gave you what you needed for a little while. But then they left because you did something that they didn't agree with. You got to understand, whatever somebody don't agree with, because you, you are doing what you're supposed to do and doing what God tell you to do, then it's okay to let them go. Because sometimes the leaf will try to manipulate you to believe something or try to operate in a way that God didn't tell you because they think either they're older or younger, no matter which walk of life they're in, they feel like they know best. They know you best. They know what's best for you. They know how you're supposed to operate. You better learn how to leave Fear alone. Leave people that don't mean you no good alone because leaves only give you comfort for a moment. Then the wind comes and they're going away. Then you've got the branches. The branches are the ones that feel like roots, seem like they're going to stick with you forever, stay with you 10, 20 years. But then every time you turn around, they're the ones telling you, I'm the one making, I'm the one holding you up. I'm the one I'm holding the leaves up. I'm the one doing this and I'm the one doing that. If you're not careful, that branch after a while, after it get riding and, 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 and it start going, it don't know how to hold on no more. After it gets sick, after they go through circumstances, now that type of branch start going through something day, day after day, year after year, problem after problem, and the next thing you know, they end up falling off. Then you then you fearful. You being so fearful to hold on to them and, and you trying to hold them up and keep them close to you and keep them next to you and keep them producing in your life. And then you next thing you know, you they run away from you. And now you hung high and dry because you was operating fear of holding on to people that don't mean you no good. Some people need to be lost. In order for you to gain, some things need to be lost in order for you to gain. Some people, sometimes we tell people, you got to stand at the door. You can't move out of this door until another door open. Sometimes what fear will tell you, fear will tell you that if this door closed, nothing will ever open. No, that's a lie. Sometimes you got to learn how to let a door close in order for another one to open. Fear will cause you to lose the very existence of who you are. Fear will produce you to be so angry to the point where you end up treating people bad that actually mean you good because you are fearful. You will be a person that lives in a bubble because you didn't understand that when roots come, when the roots come, the roots come and bring life. The roots come and give peace. The roots come and edify. The roots, the root, what the roots would do, the roots will pour into you. The roots will push you forward. The roots won't let you fear. That's love. That's perfect love. Roots won't cause you. The roof would, roots will tell you the truth, whether you like it or not, tell you what you need to make better. They will give you constructive criticism and not criticize you to not criticize you because you're not doing what they think you should do. You got people that's only good with you as long as they can tell you what to do. Those are the type of people you don't need. If somebody can tell you they're going to leave a place because you won't do this or because they can't, listen, if they can't add up to what your God gave you to do, bye-bye. You want to know why? 
is because my sanity and the purpose and the life and the glory that God has given me, I have no time to deal with you. Because if you're not here to help me, and as God allowed me to help you, then guess what? Then guess what? I don't need you. Because if I if I needed you, you will be a root and you will be able to stand beside me and walk with me and not be afraid because I'm not jumping, I'm not jumping to the beat of your drum. Some of us are fearful people that actually literally operate in the spirit of manipulation. They manipulate us and tell us all these good words. You got to be careful of people that's always talking out of their mouth. They good word. They got good words to tell you. But then as soon as something comes up, they, they change by every wind of the doctrine or wind of life. God ain't telling me to do this now. Why? Why is God not telling you to do this? Because it doesn't act because I'm not jumping for you no more. You have to understand some people will cause you to be puppets because of your fear. See, some people mistake your confidence. If you're confident, they start talking about you to break you down. You have to understand, Satan or lion actually seeks to isolate people. It seeks to isolate you, to cause you, now watch this now, to cause you to go out from your comfort zone or out from where you're meant to be. Your purpose protects you. Yes, you're going to go through things to get to your purpose, but you don't have to put up with people. You don't have to put up with the wrong thing. Stop settling. I have gotten to a point. I went to me and my wife. We have went to a, um, a gas station. And I had wanted um, on Friday night, I had wanted a thin crust pizza. And when we made it there, they said they was out of thin crust pizza, didn't know how to get in touch with my wife. And I wouldn't settle. I was not going to settle for anything else but what I desired. So we went to careful because some people in fear, because you're fearful to speak up for yourself, they'll give you what you didn't desire after a while. Because I went to a piece of her thing and they're giving me a thin crust. And my wife said, well, that is thin crust. I said, no, it's not, babe. That's still pizza. That's still the, still the original way pizza should be. It just looked thin. No, this ain't what I wanted. So the next day, I wanted a thin crust again and we found it. Sometimes you got to understand whatever you desire or whatever you need, you got to take your time to find it. And it, and you might have to go through a lot of downfall. You got to go through a lot of heartache and pain. But guess what? After a while, you will get whatever God has chosen for you to get. But this is what has to happen. You have to stop being fearful to get it. Age. God asked me this question this morning. He told me to teach it and say it online. Age has nothing to do with becoming successful, or becoming who God called you to be. It has nothing to do with anointing. Some people judge people by age because they think their age make them more wiser to get something done. But that's not true. Some of us are, some of us are fearful of what somebody older is telling us what we can't do. When God is the one that gives promotion. God is the one that actually teaches us how to do and what to do. He's the one put us to will and to will to do or will not to do. It's it's in Him we move and have our being. But some people that when they get older they feel like you're young and you don't know what you're doing. But because you think I don't know what I'm doing, don't mean I don't know what I'm doing. I have a I have I have enough sense that I can learn what I need to do, or I have enough sense to trust God and what He gives me to do. This is, it was a time that I, and I told her what God told me to tell her. I walked into the pulpit and I seen somebody sitting next to her and I told her to do this and do that. And this person going to come to church. And sure enough, Sunday, the person was in church. Why? It's because now I've learned how to walk in the confidence God has given me and stop operating in fear. Because I used to stop, and let me tell you this, I used to stop doing certain things that I know to do to make other people feel comfortable because I didn't want people upset at me. Listen, your age and what God has given you to do has nothing to do with you able to accomplish something. The Bible says, out of the mouth of babes is praise and sanctified. 
We can't keep allowing fear to destroy us for becoming better. Better people, better, better um, mentality, better thought process. Listen, we can become better if we stop fearing the very existence of ourselves. Some of us fear us. And that's the worst person to fear. You feel like you always need somebody beside you to accomplish what you need to accomplish. Are you hearing this? You don't always need somebody by you to accomplish what you need to accomplish. I, sometimes we get in a place that we need particular people because they already where we need to be. I'm gonna keep telling this testimony until until God tells him to stop. We went to the, me and my wife went to a car dealership, and I went and sat in a Range Rover, and I said, God, this is my car. Then the man let me drive the car. You know what I found out? A Range Rover, when you inside the car, differed nothing from any other car. It has a steering wheel, has a pedal, has a, has a brake. You can drive it. What the Range Rover does is make you look good. And some of us operate by, try, by trying to fear other people that look good, but that doesn't mean they are good. See, sometimes you can connect with people that look like they got everything together. And as soon as you've got something different than what they got, they'll try to destroy you because they want to keep themselves on top. You better be careful of trying to connect with people that looks good because what looks good doesn't mean it is good. Sometimes we look for the grass that's green on the other side. The grass is not always green. Fear will cause you is an emotion that will cause you to think that if I don't do this or I don't become this, then I'm not I don't amount to this. Or if I don't have this or I haven't made it to this age. Some people don't understand. Jesus died at 33 years old when he got up at 33. So does that mean that we that some of the older people serving a young man? <laughs> because Jesus was still in his 30s. And we're judging people over their age and saying God can use them. No, God can use them. We have to get away from saying what God can do. God needs both the older and the young. But what, what fear tells you, or what somebody producing fear tells you, is telling you that you can't become what God needs you to become, or you can't produce what you need to produce. You can do it because God put it inside of you. He didn't put it in them. He put it in you. It's just because he put it in you doesn't mean that the other person is worthless. No, it just means that each one of us got something that we can help one another through. My job can help you and you can help me because we're all part of the same body. But guess what? Say, for instance, if the hand make the feet fearful, whew, you ain't going to be able to get nowhere. Why? Because your feet going to stand still because it's too afraid of the hand. Just imagine your mouth make your hand fearful. Now it's going to be hard for you to really eat. Because why? Your hand is fearful of the mouth. Just imagine if your mind makes everything in your body fearful. Now it cripples your whole body because fear brings torment. We have to stop allowing ourselves to operate in a place of fear. Because we'll never accomplish what we need to accomplish because we weren't about skin complexion or we weren't about mother and father or we weren't about um, spouse or we weren't about our insufficiencies that we have. If you do have some insufficiencies, watch this, you have the opportunity to change it. <laughs> you can change whatever you don't like about yourself. Nothing you need. Go learn. Listen, go, go. Listen, that's when you stop being fearful. You end up connect, connecting to roots. And you know what roots will do? Roots will prepare you to be stronger than you are. And that's um, roots. You need people. And listen, we all need somebody, but you need the right people that ain't going to let you be fearful. They're going to let you throw in the towel. That's not going to let you just stop. You got to understand, if we're going to operate, we're going to operate in the spirit of workers one to another and not being. He says, he that feareth is not made perfect in love. So you can't tell me you made perfect in love, but yet you still fear of what you can become. You fear success. Well, I'm too old to go get it. No, you still can become what God has called you to be at the age you are. <laughs> Jesus told Nicodemus, 
He said, except you be, except you um, be born again and no wise we into the kingdom of heaven. Nicodemus say, now, now I'm old. Come out again. No, he's talking about being blood, born of the blood and the water. But at the same time, you can make a difference at your age. I don't care how old you are. You can still change. You still can make a difference. Moses did. Moses was in old age when he actually made a difference. Fear will cripple you to be in, make a difference for somebody else. That's what fear would do, would do for you. It will stop you from being what you need. Sometimes what you need is inside of you. But you don't know how to bring out what you need because you're too fearful to become it because somebody else told you what you're not. Somebody else told you what you can't do. Some other preacher told you that now nah, that ain't the way to do it. Now, it might not be your way to do it, but this is the way that came to me to do it. So do what came to you to do. I used to have that. I used to have that phobia. I used to have that fear. I wouldn't preach a certain way. I wouldn't teach a certain way. I wouldn't do certain things the way God told me to do it because I thought that somebody else that was older and much more in ministry was going to chastise it. I, I thought, I thought to myself, if I do this, I'm gonna put, put people gonna push away from me because I wanted friends. Do you not know when you're headed to your purpose and you're meant to do what you need to do, you're not gonna have a whole lot of people around you. There's some people you're gonna lose your circle that was around you. Stop being fearful. This is step out on what you need to step out on. And in the midst of you doing the work, that's when you're gonna find your roots. <laughs> Listen. Your roots come at a time when you're just doing the work, not necessarily when you are not doing the work, when you're worrying about what people are going to say and say and do. No, the roots going to come when man, you step out and say, here I go. That's what roots going to do. Fear not. Stop fearing what you can become. You are a world priesthood. You are a great person and you're fearful. You did not know some people that operate in fear are the most abusive people that is. <laughs> some people that operate in fear want to make you fearful. Like going back to the first thing I talked about with abuse. People that's actually fearful actually beat other people to make them fearful. <laughs> Ain't that something? Sometimes with abuse, people operate in fear. So they want you afraid just like them. That's why some of us don't understand. Some police officers have been, have been mistreated and, and destroyed and they operated by fear. So now they got their position to cause fear. Same thing as pastors and leaders and, and mother, they get in a position. So now they produce fear upon people because they have, because watch this, they are operating in fear. Because they have, they don't understand how to be just be gentle. I believe I'm a leader. I'm an apostle. I have my have have my own church, starting up a nonprofit, starting gonna go put a church in California, gonna go do this. Thank God. Now watch this. I also think it's polite to be a leader to say, "Can you please? Is this okay?" And to let the person make their decision. And not beat people up just because they don't come to church. <laughs> See, to be an effective leader, it's not, I don't want to rule nobody with an iron fist. I want to I want to lead them and be with them and be watch this and be a friend with them to be able to lead and guide them. See, a friend will still tell you the truth. See, some of us look at friends and think a friend is, is just buddy, buddy. No, I'm gonna tell you the truth. And I'm gonna live the truth in front of you, and I'm gonna be the truth in front of you. But now watch the biggest thing. I'm not going to cause you to fear me because I don't want to do that. I don't want to make you fear me. I don't want you to think of me as a tyrant. I want you to walk with me because guess what? That's the best way you will learn. And that's the best way I will learn. Because if we walk together, then we, but watch this. I'm not going to be what you want me to be. I'm going to be what I am and be who I am, but I'm not going to be fearful to lose you either. I've come to that conclusion that if I got to lose you, then I just lost. <laughs> I love you. Be willing to help you anytime I need to, if God allow me to, but I'm not 
going to hold on and stay in a bitter state because I'm fearful of somebody walking away. Anger is an emotion. Yes, it is. We talked about that last week. Anger could cause you to lose things because you got angry and doing things that you shouldn't do. Then you regret it. But fear is one that, that throws away love. You can throw away your own love for yourself. If you love yourself, you will be able to accomplish what you need to accomplish. Love yourself. You might, you might not have no dime, no money in your pocket. But because you love yourself after a while, you and you keep on pressing, you're gonna find a way to make what you need. Yesterday, for a month, out at our church, our light bill went to a thousand dollars. And I prayed, and God said, ask for it. And I'm, I'm thinking God said, ask people. And I didn't ask no people. I just, it came to me to call the light company and I did. Come to find out, they said our light bill doubled for some odd reason. And it made no sense how it doubled like that. So they sent another meter reader out on the 23rd. And guess what? It's going to turn around because we know that it, ain't, it shouldn't. See, when the enemy come against you like a flood, you don't always have to retaliate in anger. I just learned that in irritation. And I'm telling you the truth. I just learned that. I've learned how to listen and respond with peace than to action. Because I used to respond in fear. God, the lights going to get turned out. And then we're going to be able to have church. And what are we going to do with this? But the lights haven't been turned off. <laughs> Didn't pay no thousand dollars. But the enemy thought he was going to. I'm no longer afraid of what the enemy would try to do to me. I want you to do this. I'm no longer afraid of it. And then, can I show? And I didn't have to tax nobody to get the money. God, if, and this is why I tell people, if God actually literally, and I want you to hear this, if God gave you the do it, he will make provisions to keep it. You don't have to beat nobody out of money to make them do anything. That's one of the biggest problems that we have in the world that everybody feels that with whatever they got, they got to have beat somebody else out of money. No, you can take your time and, and, and get what you need to get to do what you need to do. Stop allowing fear to stop you or causing other people to fear to get you to become, to get you to do what you need. But God is so amazing. When I talked to the lady yesterday. And, and I believe by faith is turned around. And can I share some of you? We got to get to a point that if you let fear lose everything you need to, everything you need to become because you have operated in fear. You can't say you have love because you fear. And because I didn't fear, God turned it around. And sometimes it will get it will get to a point that life is just pitiful. But it's not as pitiful if you get up and fight. Some of them say, well, I don't fear what I deal with. No, you fear because one way you know that you fear because all the time you speak defeat. It might be happening to you. But it's not, it's happening to you, but you have power to stop it. Other than always, I can't get through this because this is going on. Stop, stop all that whining. Understand what you possess inside of you. Fear stops you. Fear destroys you. And I'm here to tell you that after I've learned how not to operate in fear. Operate from hurt. I have. I have grown full. Sunday, the church was half full. <laughs> and for years, nobody came. And I used to, oh God, ain't nobody coming. And I learned how, I learned that if you preach to one person, and doing you doing God's will. When the masses come and you so caught up about the masses and when they leave, you're still going to be down. That's what I learned. So now I don't deal with that fear. I love who God sent us. I love what God is doing. I love what God is about to do. I love that, but I'm not fearful to become what God needs me to become if people don't agree with me. Oh, well, 
God still got rams in the bush that will agree. You know what I, you know what I learned? Everybody's not going to accept you. But fear will tell you people that reject you are the ones that, that you need. That's a lie. Jesus had multiple people get up and walk away from him. But he kept on doing what God told him to do because he had that faith for 12. I don't, some people think that, that you need them and some people use that you need them. Some people use that, that you need them to become what you need, what you need to be. I don't need you. God made me. You didn't make me. You don't have power to change me or to do anything, but God does. I don't care what money you say you have. God, if you don't want to give it, God got some other people to give it. And the church haven't failed because I believe God and what he could do and how he did it because I'm no longer fearful. Are you hearing this? And I'm going to have to get ready and stop this and God's will might pick up with this next week because I feel this in my spirit because so many people in the land today is fearful. And it's time to change your fear. It's time to change your mind on how you see it. Love you. God bless you.